Pumalanga's small businesses that use fly ash and waste material to manufacture bricks, textiles and other related commodities will soon be able to access the international market. And this good news has been revealed by the Mpumalanga Fly Ash Council's chairman, Victor Machejo. And Victor is with us this evening. Uh, welcome to the show, Victor. Oh, thank you very much, Zing. So, uh, good evening to you and uh, your listeners, especially small businesses in the province. Now, Victor, you know, before we delve into our conversation, um, what is fly ash? You know, um, I mean, what makes this a viable material, especially to be able to manufacture bricks? Um, look, Wandila, let me just put it in uh, biochemistry um, so that it simplifies our discussion moving forward. Um, If you look at um, at the components of fly ash under microscope or if you look at its uh, biochemical structure, it is the same structure that you find under under microscope with cement, your ordinary cement, Mm -hmm. meaning that uh, fly ash has your binding uh, uh, particulars, which then ultimately talks to uh, your brick making, your tiles, including cement. So the long and short of it is that uh, fly ash is directly, if you look at it under microscope, the same component as cement. But Victor, what is it for someone like me who has doesn't even know what it looks like? Where would you find something like this? <laughs> okay, look, it's the end product. Actually, as in simple terms, mm. you know, when we 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 grew up, we used to not have electricity, so we're not dealt with with load shedding. Mm. But what we use then the seventy you know, yeah. to 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 keep ourselves warm. The mm. lute, the end product of you burning the wood is called mm. lute. Now, ash is the end product of the burning of coal in the production of electricity in the country. Mm. And yeah. then, yeah, look, that's I say, if you look at uh, uh, a fly ash, it, mm. it's, it's, it's a byproduct of uh, a stone, which is coal. Mm. So after you burn the coal in the furnaces for ESCOM production, the byproduct of it, which you, when you pass by Buma power station in Bumalanga, yeah. mm. you see piles and piles of mountain of some stuff that you don't know what is that. That mm. is the byproduct of the burning of the ash. Now, mm. how does it make a bricks? I've explained that biochemically it is a um, a binder. Mm. Now, the trick about doing a brick ultimately is that you need sand, you add cement. Mm. Se- the cement, what you're doing to add cement into sand is to build the binding uh, structure mm. so that all those stones in sand can bind and create a end product which is a brick you know mm. so now because uh, fly ash is in abundance and is in numbers um for instance csir mm. which is our um, you know center for for research and development in the country they've went through a rigorous uh, a processes laboratory to then finally come out with an sabs approved brick which then is an end product of uh, when you take ash Probably, let me tell you in simple context, when you do your normal brick now, mm. you'd usually say stick CMR cement, SRT plus one cement, then you, you produce bricks. In this instance, you take the ash, you'll take maybe nine MAPARA ash, and add a bit of uh, cement, you can do one brick. Now, instead of doing six 
six uh, 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 wheelbarrows of sand to produce particular bricks, you'd use more of the ash and mm. produce more. And actually, the other important issue about the production of bricks and so forth out of fly ash is that you normally don't use a lot of water for the cement and the and the stone to come together and formalize a, a, a solid structure of a brick, you know. So that's another added advantage that in the production of bricks, normally you'll see we use a lot of water after you have uh, uh, done the bricks in mm. terms of them to, to become uh, stronger. So now with uh, ash, when you produce the bricks, you, you even use uh, 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 less water. And the thing is, uh, this commodity, you've got millions and millions, over 50 million tons uh, that is lingering in the province yeah. and is unused as it was then considered as a waste, hazardous waste material. Mm. But let me also highlight that in terms of environmental laws, they have already lifted um, ash out of that classification as a yeah. hazardous proce- uh, product, meaning that as a country, we can now really use ash to empower our small uh, manufacturers of either bricks or whatever product that ash can produce because ash can produce quite an array yeah. of products from fertilizer downright to the cement itself. You'd know that um, cement is, is one of the biggest commodities in infrastructure or when you build You've got your AfriSem, yeah. your PPC, and all the other brands that are doing cement. And by the way, Zungiswa, yeah, most of the already existing cement producers mm. are actually using the very same edge we're talking about to produce cement as we speak. So, Victor, now that we have the science lesson out of the way, um, you, yeah. you talk about this fly ash, but I mean, how vast is this particular industry? And in your view, is it an SMME-friendly space, uh, would you think? Yes, it is. Um, Zumi, so let me, let me uh, you know, share this with, mm-hmm. with the public that the work done in fly ash in the province of Mpumalanga has been intense in terms of government. Mm. Um, I remember that our our former premier announced this in the state of the province so many times, you know. Then have one particular um, business producing bricks in Secunda, which was funded by our own government Mm. in terms of the production of fly edge bricks based in in Secunda. Now, with what I'm telling you, it already tells you that if government on its own has done so much work that it could then invest in the first brick-making plant that is based in Secunda. It then means that it's feasible. If a whole premier, uh, through his all collective advisors, can go to a state of the province and announce uh, this commodity as one of the key instruments that we can use as a province to ignite our economic activities, then would need to just uh, uh, follow suit. So, in short... Uh, for me, uh, everything is 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 ready mm. for our SMMEs in the province to participate in the sector, and I know that, uh, for instance, our current MEC of Economic Development, MEC Vusi uh, Mkacha, is passionate about this fly edge program. He has actually committed to us as as council to say, look. We will work with you. We are ready to pump in whatever resource that is needed. Mm. What we need to do mm. is to make sure that. This program empowers 
not only a single group of people. Yeah. Uh, we must come up with something that can talk to a, a, a brick producing a, a manufacturer in Mgovozi, down in Gomazi, yeah. as much as the product is found in Gangala. Because when we say international market, some people would think um, out in Mozambique, in Swaziland, in, in, in Zambia, there's a demand of uh, uh, infrastructure products, mm, meaning mm. that if we then produce uh, such in, in, in South Africa, then we can um, really sell our product internationally. So before I even you, you know allow you to ask me another question, remember this. <laughs> South Africa is the highest producing uh, electric, so we produce the most electric for Zimbabwe and yeah. so forth. What it means is that we have the biggest pile of this waste in the in the country, meaning that we should be equally be the ones who have the ability to produce more products to sell in the, to our neighboring countries and more importantly to the international market. Mm. And for those of you who've just tuned in, it is taking care of business on Rise FM discussing fly ash brick manufacturing mm. with the Mpumalanga Fly Ash Council's Victor Mashir. Now, Victor, you know, um, you mentioned, obviously, you know, international markets, but I think I'm quite interested. I mean, you, you guys as a council have obviously embarked on efforts to be able to assist um, Ashbrick manufacturers um, and, and obviously break into this particular international market. What influenced that decision, particularly for you guys to say, let's take it international? Oh, um, you know, because we are activists, Wandila, and uh, I'm, I'm, I really share the responsibility of being the council, but I'm also a national president of the youth chamber. Mm-hmm. And I would give my uh, gratitude to also former deputy minister in Ikwerpamasugo, who then also came into our space as we were working, took us internationally to countries like Taiwan and Hong Kong. Mm-hmm. And one of the key missions why we went there was for us to go explore what Asia is doing in terms of ash. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to take the both of you there, when you come back, your jaws will be beyond your, your, your knees, you know, mm-hmm. in terms of it dropping. Because then you'll realize that those countries, their road infrastructure, Mm. They are high-ride buildings. Mm. They are bridges. We're all built out of ash. And you know what's the, the other funny part? Mm. Mm. Those countries are already sourcing ash as a raw material to their country wow. to do products that they will bring back to this country as an ash product, like your tiles, uh, your your panels, uh, your engineering uh, 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 pipes, and so forth, you know? So when we went there, we then realized that, no, man, in the in South Africa, we don't see fly ash. We see fly ash as a hazardous waste. Yeah. Mm. Countries that are far developed, they see it as an economic spin-off material, mm. wow. and they are already taking advantage of it. That's when we, we, we realize that, look, we need to come back, organize ourselves, uh, strengthen our voice in terms of making sure that we work with ESCOM, SASOL, but more importantly, we then keep, you know, uh, working with closely with our own provincial government mm. to make sure that uh, they, you know, uh, create an enabling environment for us to can then uh, empower others in terms of making sure that uh, there's equal participation from interested SMME in the country and beyond, you know. Mm. Now, uh, Victor, then this fly ash benefication incubator program, big words, uh, 
what is the aim behind it and what skills or training will you be sharing with those SMMEs who are interested in growing in the space? Yeah, and I must highlight the thing is that it has been a long and tedious process mm. for us to even have a council and so forth. But if you would uh, be aware in terms of incubation, in terms of the model of incubation is that we need to create an enabling environment to come train you in terms of what is this uh, product. It's handling. I mean, you'd know that uh, this thing is is, is more like dust and and so forth. It it differs on the product. So you'd need to know how to handle it. You'd need to then know the mixing in terms of... uh, can, how can I produce the bricks? As I said to you, traditionally six, some, some they'll say three wheelbarrows, one cement, some will say six wheelbarrows, one cement, then you produce bricks. Now we'd need to come in and educate them in terms of the SABS standards that mm-hmm. already have been created through whether CSIR or SABS themselves. And at the same time, because now, you, you are dealing with a product um, that is new. We need to share knowledge. Yeah. Now, when you create an incubation, you create a space also where we can share experience, we can share knowledge. But at the same time, we can then have a one voice that can then uh, be heard that, look, we understand that 80% of this waste product is in Bumalanga. And collectively, we feel as if we can then source funding, we can uh, 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 source uh, knowledge. And the other thing that I know, uh, uh, like for instance, Emmy uh, is passionate about, is to say, let's create this program to impact on township and rural economy yeah. or the sector or the space. Now, you'd go there, obviously, you, you, you're going to find your traditional brick-making guys who, by the way, use their hands, not their brain. So you'd find that they are just normally, you know, informally uh, doing their breaks. It's important for us to come in. Where, if they don't have a company, we assist them. If, do, do, do they have the proper machinery? We use, you know, economic development through its machinery, whether MEGA or CIFA, uh, through the township economy, to can then come collectively assist. But the other thing, Zungisa, that is important to work in an incubation, is the collective bargaining of opportunities. Mm. Uh, let, let me give an example now. The country is dealing with uh, a crisis of the pandemic, which yeah. has uh, depressed our economy and so forth. Now, one of the key ingredients to resuscitate an economy is through infrastructure development, mm. meaning that government is going to spend a whole lot of money on infrastructure. You'd know one delay that already they are projects that are called the presidential infrastructure uh, projects. You yes. know, uh, three are ba- there's three based here in Bumaranga, two are based in, in social housing where uh, a lot of houses are going to be built. Yeah. Now, through collective bargaining, we are saying to then government, whether nationally or domestically, I know we spoke also to the acting HOD of Human Settlement, to say to them, we are a, a, a council that represents a collective of people who want access to the market. Mm. Then please allow us to then uh, uh, use your, 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 your platform to can sell these bricks as part of the social entrepreneurial program, which also the former premier and the current premier also uh, uh, have always uh, 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 pushed out to say, why when we build RDPs, the bricks comes from Duco. 
Uh, and I'm being open because we need to be open. I can't say from an, an entity from the sky. No, I need to say, why are we using a, a, a white companies who are already made when we can use local uh, manufacturers? But if these local manufacturers are not organized, they don't have a voice, mm. uh, surely they will never have an opportunity to speak to HOD, acting HOD of human settlement, the MEC of, of, of economic development, no, as we speak, the deputy president who sits there and heads uh, uh, our infrastructure as the chairperson of, of that program for yeah. the presidency. You see, now with this incubation, I think that's the power of incubation that it brings stakeholders together. But at the same time, it then advances the agenda of those that it has uh, captured within it so that we can advance together. And we are still pleading, you know, uh, to, 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 to our provincial government, especially economic development, uh, because we know it funds for still incubation in Middlebank, like your MSR. You know, it spends uh, $5 million annually there in terms of uh, making sure that the guys who are in the sector of steel fabrication have a place where they can come in and have access to technology. But what I've said also, the issue of bargaining to market. So we yeah. feel as if also, as much as they spend on steel, it's part of infrastructure. You should also then quickly make uh, uh, funds available to make sure that the incubation of ash is also supported. But also over and above, it is through the same government and the same economic development that we must then speak to ESCOM yeah. and SASOL. Because remember, they, this thing is a waste, mm, uh, which mm. affects the health of our people every day. Yeah. So those institutions themselves who are the ones who are producing this waste, it, it's part of their green responsibility, mm. by the way. They should then be seen spending a whole lot of money bringing it into uh, such a council for such incubation so that we can move forward. But you know, you know, uh, we are a country that has adopted uh, a more talk, less action, especially from the private sector, like your Sasol and, and, and our SOE like ESCOM. Though ESCOM has set up a what we call a national working group on ash so that we come up with a clear strategy nationally but we still feel as if things are moving at a slow pace youth are unemployed 64 63 percent so we need to be seen you know uh, uh, being action based rather than talking a lot and for those of you who've just joined us and are wondering what we are talking about, uh, it is um, Popular's Fly Ash Council's Victor Mashirut educating us about fly ash brick manufacturing, actually fly ash manufacturing, because mm. it seems there's a lot of products that you can manufacture from this particular waste. Yeah, no, I think, uh, you know, I'm learning a lot, actually. I'm listening attentively, and it doesn't happen often, uh, Victor. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but yeah, Victor, I'm, I'm interested to find out, I mean, who will be, who are you guys targeting specifically? I mean, are there any areas or municipalities, especially in the Bumalanga province, that you guys are uh, ultimately focusing on? Yeah, look, uh, Wandila, you've interviewed the MEC previously mm. uh, because we love the show, we're listening attentively. <laughs> if you listen to him, <laughs> if you listen to him attentively, he was really on our uh, township and rural economy, you know, revitalization and so forth. It's a simple concept, Wandele. You have already existing brick manufacturing plants. Even where you come from, Mm. you'd know that 
there should be some couple of guys that you've passed and they seem informal, but they're doing breaks, you know. Mm. Those are the first people that we are targeting to say, we know those that those are, are ready for us to can meet them halfway, you know. So those are our first uh, uh, people that we are targeting, those that already have a manufacturing uh, plant, be it as small as it is or as, as growing as it can be, as long as HDI is based in the rural and township, we are looking for, 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 for those type of, of, of business. But we are also, obviously, because if, 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 if you guys accept that I'm educating you, the both of you, as, as, as old as the both of you are, it means that it's a new economy. Yeah. And it means that we should not then look for those only that have entered the space. We should also look at those that have interest. Jobs are easy, government cannot produce jobs. The private sector is closing up, you know. So we're looking also for new dynamic young people who with entrepreneurial spirit and uh, want to be in the manufacturing space rather than being in the, um, you know, let me put it mildly, in the tendering space. But you'd need people that are in the manufacturing space that have that, um, you know, spirit to drive it. So we we, we first and foremost, obviously, are looking at uh, already existing companies. And as I said, we then look at new entry uh, and so forth. And I think it's a simple... Uh, programs in Israel that doesn't need a an economist or a rocket scientist, you know, to to really figure it out that you can go into a space, find an already existing uh, uh, brick manufacturing, improve their system, improve or take them informal to formal, get them machinery, and more importantly now, get them the raw material, yeah. you know. There's this thing that we are fighting, I know, with uh, the the, the previous MECs and the current MEC that ESCOM and SASOL cannot sell us a waste material, you know. But in essence, um, they are not selling. You would figure out that they'll say, no, but we need to move. We're using Wara Wara. That's why we want them to come into the party uh, uh, as we speak. But I know that... Uh, MEC even made a commitment, you know, to us as a council to say, no, Michelle, mm-hmm. if you guys are organized, even us as a department, if um, ESCOM is, is really not moving to say it wants its foreign pattern, we can contribute as a department to ignite the sector, meaning that we can come in and buy this ash in a bulk away so that then we can then as part of empowerment allow our 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 SMEs to then access this edge um you'd call it like a free you know yeah. uh, for a certain period of time so that you can then start up then from there you'd then uh, obviously be uh, liable that uh, through us as we bargain with escom to get it at a a, a cheaper rate because we are fighting uh, yeah. one deal. we are fighting with escom say mm-hmm. escom no you cannot sell this edge the way you're saying you're selling it to Dangote. Yeah. You, you 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 can't do that. We are not Dangote. We are we are black people of uh, the rural Mpumalanga. Um, mm, uh, come mm. up with a price that talks to us uh, uh, because this thing is a waste. By the way, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a long and short of it. Yeah. Now, Victor, uh, before we wrap up this conversation, first things first. Um, so we are still useful. <laughs> 
no, no, no. It's okay, it's okay. So I, I take that. Definitely. I know you're, you're part of me. Yeah, I, I think for me, the final question, um, uh, uh, Victor, is, I mean, there's a lot of young people that are listening to the show currently now, you know, uh, in Secunda, in Emanathini, in, in Belfast, you yeah. name it. Yeah. And they might be thinking, gee, well, this is absolutely great. I'm, I'm actually overwhelmed by this information. They want to get involved in this incubator program. What steps, immediate yeah. steps that do they need to take to be able to get involved? Um, I, and I'll always again relate to the, the current MEC. Yeah. You see, we are better when we get organized on our own. Mm-hmm. You know? um, the first thing first is that you would need people that, as I said, that are organized to, to first interact, not only with us, by the way, Wendy, mm-hmm. they must interact with the Department of Economic Development in the province. Yes. Uh, the Department of Economic uh, Development in the province's offices in all the regions. Yeah. Uh, it's important that those people in Khert, in, in Gangala, here in Tanzania, they must then approach the offices of economic development and say, look, we are young people, we are HDI, we are ready to form part of uh, the chain. Can you then make sure, if they don't have a company, remember, the department's responsibility also is that it works in registering uh, 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 companies. You can also go to institutions like your National Youth Development Agency with their offices uh, 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 in all the regions. Again, tell them, look, we are young people. We don't have a company. Mm. Uh, we don't have capacity. Can we get training and whatnot, whatnot? We work closely with all those things. And I know that if we become smart as the dwellers of the province and we actually access the regional offices of economic development, mm. we would then also show the department that, look, there's a high demand yeah. for participation in this program. That in itself would make any sitting HOD or acting, if they are, to then stand up and say, look, we need to put our resources really into uh, 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 this program. As much as I've told you that uh, when you have an MEC like your, your victim culture, who in our first meeting really highlighted that, look, uh, we are going to spend on that uh, uh, secunda uh, 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 plant uh, uh, that we have uh, started some years ago so that we show confidence to the entire province that, look, as a government, we are committed to, 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 to finish what we have started so that yeah. our people can, can benefit. So I urge... SMMEs to to really use uh, the the economic development offices Mm -hmm. to use institutions like uh, Mega if you have close to them Mm. or use NYDA over and above you can use Rise FM so that uh, Rise (laughs) FM can then uh, talk to people like us so that we can then uh, get close to those people and um, obviously uh, uh, assist them because eventually if we assist them we assist ourselves, we assist the economy of the province, yeah. we'll then be dealing with uh, issues of crime and, 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 yeah. and unemployment and so forth. And I, I completely agree with you, Victor. Victor, it's always a pleasure chatting to you. You know, um, you've got a beautiful brain. I could listen to you forever, um, to be quite honest. And I think the way you articulate yourself is actually um, also quite great. Yeah, it's always a pleasure chatting to you. I look forward to our next interview. 
um, on other matters to see, obviously, how far we've gone in terms of ensuring that the youth of Pumalanga ultimately benefit uh, from some of these initiatives that you're currently busy with. But, uh, sir, good evening and uh, thank you very much for joining us today. Um, thank you, uh, Wandi. Then, obviously, I have to uh, to to have my special thank you to Zingi. So, uh, <laughs> without saying, I must give a very special thank you. Uh, but importantly, let's give thanks to all those listeners that are listening to us now, and um, we 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 urge them to to really uh, use us, use department, mm. so that we can uh, <laughs> uh, deal with this issue. And before I leave, it, it's interesting that I was listening to you guys talking about low shading and escom. Mm. And now we are now talking about the the waste side of what they are doing, mm. uh, you know, and um, they seem to be not talk about it. But obviously, we, we have now to, uh, opened such discussions, and uh, I'm looking forward to to really interacting with you all uh, moving forward in other exciting programs mm. uh, that I I still think we have, and we'll we'll come to the radio and announce it. We have exciting programs that uh, really speaks to, you know, yeah. dealing with uh, unemployment in the province through SMME uh, development, which, by the way, is the only solution towards us having a joblessness or, or people, 80% of our, our people must work and government cannot produce us. It's us as SMMEs that must uh, then uh, meet government half, halfway. Victor, flattery will get you everywhere. Thank you so much. <laughs> 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 and that was the Mpumalanga Fly Ash uh, Council's Victor Mashiro discussing Fly Ash Bricks manufacturing with us. We are taking care of business on Rise FM.